I pushed the button. You pushed the button? We pushed the button. Are, are we live? No, because we don't broadcast this, but we are at least recording. So, Gotcha. Okay, <laughs> I got this. Ladies and gentlemen, live from tape from the fucking Do It Studios, it's the fucking Do It Cast! Starring your host, the one and only host with the most, Jamie motherfucking Naguchi! (laughs) And to his right, stage left... His co-host with the mo-host, a guy who does not belong on the hard knock media <laughs> podcasting network, but is grandfathered in any way by kindness and understanding. Yeah. Your one and only favorite fat friend in mine, Brandon Chalmers. That's right. I have no nickname. Ever since I left Super Fight, I have absolutely no surname or moniker. I am just... That dude. You don't want to be. You don't want to be Balmer Brandon. Balmer Brandon. I mean, that is my my like gamer tag, I guess, on yeah. PlayStation. Um, I, I mean that that's been kind of my my go to for things. Balmer um, Brand. How about Balmer. Bruiser Brandon? Big yeah. ass Brandon. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to be less big ass personally, but you know, <laughs> I, that 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 COVID got me uh, hanging out way too much. BMOC Brandon. BMOC, <laughs> BMOC, big man on campus. Oh, good lord, Jamie Noguchi. Let's BMF, bad motherfucker on campus. <laughs> I think we're workshopping this into me <laughs> being way better than I actually am. Genuinely, <laughs> good sir. Um, I think what we need to do is we need to remind the motherfuckers who we are and where we come from. Jamie Noguchi, what's the name of the podcast? We are the fucking do it podcast we are part of the hard knock media podcasting network i see didn't we already do that i think we kind of did but i'm a little confused as to why you needed to look off in the distance somehow because <laughs> it like and try and figure it out and just like <laughs> where where am i what, i was trying to i was on? trying to figure out what was going on like on why are we why I'm, are we doing the I'm, intro again <laughs> For for those of you who are well, one because we didn't actually hit the post of where we were from. We named the podcast. Oh, but you stared off into the distance and unsure where we are. So let me go ahead yeah. and break it down for the ladies we're, and gentlemen. We're, we're from I the am DMV. Brandon Chalmers. You are Jamie Noguchi. This is the fucking Do a Cast. We are part of the Hard Knock Media Podcasting Network. That means yes. N O C as in nerds, nerds of, color, of color, as in not me. So. <laughs> You can see the banners both at the top and the bottom of the screen for any of our video feeds. Be sure to hit the Hard Knock Media Podcasting Network uh, website and sure. all of our co-podcasts and what have you to find all sorts of rad stuff and cool perspectives that aren't from guys who look like me. Now, I understand that that might be weird. You're like, Brandon, but most of the podcasts that I hear are either from Women who are really bored at home looking into getting into, what is it like, weird serial killer things, which oh, I feel like is something yeah. that like every every white woman that I know who is between the ages of like 26 and 40 seem to really hardcore be into serial killer podcasts, which is a whole thing that I'd love to try and break down, but I feel like <laughs> I... I I neither possess the knowledge nor the confidence and capability to really comprehend what draws that in. I can throw my ideas out there. I think none of them are going to be received well. Everyone likes but, murder, uh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you end up listening to a podcast in most cases from a dude who looks like me. And frankly, nobody needs any more of my opinion. <laughs> And yet, somehow, here we are. That, that's so, why. That's why our pad, our podcast, uh, as lowbrow and bottom tier as it is, we are intersectional. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be sure to set the bar low, so this way we can possibly meet it. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, when, when you want to hear some good, thoughtful uh, content about ethnicity and entertainment and, and how those two intertwine and interact, you got the whole rest of the network when you want to come and <laughs> listen to some dumb bullshit from Brandon and me, which is basically two friends just bullshitting. That's yeah. what we're here for. <laughs> yeah. Now, now let's be fair. The, 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 the fucking do a cast at its core is you and I trying to break down usually some sort of thing that happens or some sort of, of, of question mark that's going on in the world. Now, normally what we would do when before in the before time in the before uh, time, pre, yeah, pre, pre COVID, uh, we would end up taking things that we see as being kind of off in the world and trying to make them better, try and figure out why we've stagnated so much yeah. and try and figure out how we make that right. Now with us sitting at home, our ability to tackle some things, they, they, they've been kind of, what's the best way to put this? Nerfed? Yeah. Yeah. Nerfed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think nerfed might be the best way to put it because our normal solutions of go out and support the thing, go and do yada, yada. Very limited at the moment. Yeah. So I want to be understanding about this. If you go back and listen to some of our older episodes, much more ambitious because we were able to be like full Aladdin where like Jamie tries explaining something to me and just like starts leaning and he's like, I can show you the world. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll get some new go shit. On. Go somewhere. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like, I can show you your couch. Um, so yeah, this is where we are. I, I can show you a couch <laughs> that has my butt print. And if so, I sit there, it will stay there forever and a day. A whole <laughs> new couch. <laughs> I, I almost want to make this video. Um, it will be shaped like my ass. I will never leave. I have to believe it's gonna get better in a year. Oh God! Don't say a year. Don't do that. God damn it! No. Any any time, man. Send me tracks. I will stick it up on my profile on Spotify because they apparently don't give a shit. I just cool. submitted that like one minute thing that I I recorded. Yeah. They don't care what you put on there. So all right, cool. I'm just dump our shit up there. Sounds good. I'm I'm good with that. Oh God. Jamie Gucci, let's get back on point. So, yes. <clears throat> sir, yes. what are you geeking out about this week as if you really get much <laughs> of an option given the current <laughs> status of everything? So, uh, I I don't know if I talked about this yet because I don't know hmm. if I had set it up. I'm, I, don't, I don't remember what we... I should have notes. Any good podcaster. Before you do a podcast, you should plan what? out the episode and all that kind of stuff and maybe no. have notes to, to, no. to give you a roadmap like, like no. in Kill Bill where, where Beatrix Kiddo has a list of people she's going after. So she crosses them off so what? she doesn't go like, back to like... What? Hang on a second. You need a list like of she's topics. Gonna forget? She like she's going to forget? Like she's going to forget. I guarantee you, right? <laughs> you haven't had what happened to her happened to you and you've got a list of people who have wronged you and you ain't going to miss a one. That's it's true. not going to be like, wait, did I cut that fucking guy's head off? But, but that's but, I feel like <laughs> I cut that fucking guy's head off and now <laughs> shit. Okay. So I went to the Sam Goody, right? Cause I needed a soundtrack and oh then my God, the Sam Goody. I went right. And then I got, a, <laughs> you know, I, I, I went and got a bubble tea and then I'm like, fuck, what did I do after that? And, you know, I, I know I've got the other thing at like 4.30, but it's like two now. And like, I feel like I'm going to be in the car most of the time. And it feels silly just sitting in the car and just like not going anywhere. So I yeah. guess, fuck, did I kill that guy? Well, oh, uh, man. If, I, if I've talked about this before, I don't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> so um, when I graduated college, instead of dating uh, I spent a lot of time going to Dave and Buster's and playing pump it up. So pump it up is the Korean version of dance, dance revolution. And, and instead yes. of going step forward, step back, step side to side, it was in the corners. So you had yeah, yeah, corner, yeah. corner, 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 and center, center square. Okay. So I, between the time when I got divorced 
and remarried. I spent a lot of time playing Pump It Up and DDR at Dave and Buster's instead of dating as people might. Um, well, hang on a second though, <laughs> because you ended up, you just, you buried the lead. You're like, instead of dating, I was a loser <laughs> playing video games. Dude, you just said you were getting remarried. So well, clearly yeah. dating happened and she's <laughs> like, Yo, boy, let me check them foot skills. And then got full <laughs> Southern Belle vapors the second she saw you hit that shit. Uh, that has never occurred. And I've played that quite... That has 100% I, occurred. Okay, I've played please quite understand. a lot. <laughs> full disclosure, I've seen Jamie's wife swoon over him. She tries to downplay it a little bit, but it's goddamn adorable. And the two of them are a fucking delight. Like Not, not when we're playing DJ. <laughs> Uh, so I spent a lot of time playing this fucking game. Um, cause I, I didn't date, but also I didn't do any exercise. Like there was, I, I didn't no, know you about, were doing DDR. That was yeah. exercise. Yeah. I didn't know about climbing then. Cause it was a thing, but like, I'd never, I'd never thought I'm afraid right. of heights. So climbing wasn't yeah, yeah. a thing. Um, so, uh, it's been a while since I played, I had home pads at one point I got metal pads, like actual metal pads for home because they are more responsive to your dance moves. So when you're doing the more difficult ones, you can actually get more accurate hits and shit like that. Um, I bet your neighbors below you loved you. That is also why I no longer have the metal pads because that, that was a problem in the apartment, but like, <laughs> uh, I live in a house now and yeah, that's matter. right. Cause you got that big boy shit. So now you're going to break out the metal pads. Is that what's going to happen? No, you got that. Well, cause in, in between moves, they, they, uh, disappeared. I don't know where they went. I got rid of them. It, it, it was, it was a shameful time for the empire. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I did uh, manage to track down, uh, one of those USB pads, like cheap yeah. as shit. You can get yeah, it yeah. for like 20 bucks. Um, there is a indie game called step mania and step mania okay. is basically a, a dance simulator and they have these packs that you can download, download, acquire, download, and download. Uh, at download and load up the songs and have and people have like transcoded steps from the game from all the various versions of like Pump It Up or DDR and stuff. You could stick yeah. it on here and you're good to go. So like I have like ten versions of Pump It Up on my computer right now. Nice. And I have a dance pad that I can go out there and, and set up in the living room. And what's great is that I can play with Hazel and we can both be like super weebs on, on our virtual dance floor. <laughs> it's hysterical. <laughs> the funny thing is um, she's, she, her legs don't quite go all the way to all the corners of the pad. So yeah, I'll, I'll do the back ones and she'll do the front ones. And so like we'll okay. be doing coordinated dances <laughs> and like, she stomps so fucking hard, like the whole house does. shakes. And well, yeah, because it's your child. <laughs> yeah, she goes bam, it's just, bam, it's right, bam, yeah. bam. Um, but it's it's funny because like anytime you see someone who's never played Dance Dance Revolution or Pump It Up, when they play, they feel like they have to stomp as hard as they fucking can. So when you get that downbeat, it's like kaboom, kaboom, kaboom. And we've been playing for like a week now, and Hazel's starting to get it that like. You don't have to stomp so that. Yeah, and and if you step lighter, you can be lighter on your feet and actually catch some of these things. Uh, some of the songs need to be the timing needs to be finessed a little bit, but I mean, it's great. It's hysterical. Okay, it's All a right. lot of fun. Nice. Um, we're moving, uh, so that helps. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. Moving and walking around. So, um, yeah, I sh I should have downloaded some of the DDR packs, but like pump it up is my favorite. Like, okay. The tracks are better. It's all like weird K-pop. Sometimes they do like Kate Korean versions of American songs, which is hysterical. Yes. So, That's outstanding. I want more of that. I, uh, Audrey had the crazy idea today that like, you know, it's just a download. So we can set this up outside for the neighborhood kids to come by and like play. Cause you don't touch anything with your hands. It's all steps. And if we had like a, a big enough chalk circle, we could like have, have people standing like six feet apart and stuff. And I was like, I don't know, that might be a little much. And then I thought about it. I was like, depending on how long this fucking goes, we might need to actually do that. 
we figure that out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, at, the, at, at the very least, it might be time to uh, contact one of your, your metal fabricating friends and see if maybe you can get those metal pads <clears throat> rocking and rolling. Yeah. I, I don't know how to program or solder, but it, it seems to me that the mechanism isn't very difficult to figure out. It's just No, I just assume it would be some sort of like metal casing to protect the cheap pad. So this way the cheap pad doesn't go the way of the dodo. Yeah. And just like, you know, basically kind of cookie sheet the way in between. Yeah. yeah and you just use the metal as a way to essentially keep things from getting all tore up and yeah. then just have them die cut in whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There, I'm, I'm sure people far smarter than, than me can figure this stuff out. Yeah. Um, but the nice thing is there's a, there's a coin mode because this, this game is apparently made to be in a cabinet situation. So like, nice, you know, it's, it's formatted. Yeah, yeah. To be in a, so like you could dump it on a little, a disc or like a, I don't know, a Mac mini or whatever and stick it into a, a cabinet. Raspberry Pi sort of thing or something like that. I, I'm sure you can run it off of a pie. I should look into this. this is, I was to say, cause you can probably run off of, of like maybe a pie and a, and a thumb drive or something like that to, yeah. to hold the files and everything like that. And then just essentially set it up maybe an old TV or whatever it is, as a, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. As, as a way to handle that. And then, yeah. And just set it out for the neighborhood and be like, we're going to have markers and we're going to have cones set out. So you don't fucking crowd it. But if your kids, I mean, even, even if it's just getting it out of your living room and being able to have it like in the carport or something like that would be. Yeah. Back the cars out on the driveway and then be able to play outside, be able to enjoy the sunshine and everything else like that. But at the same time, (laughs) still doing the nerdy thing that you'd like to do. Yeah. So who knows? I, I hope it doesn't get to that point. I hope, I hope, uh, we yeah. get to the point when, when it comes to the point where we would have set up something like that, we can get out and do stuff. Yeah. But I'm nice. not, not holding my breath. Brandon Chalmers. Brandon. What, what are you geeking on in your post bite uh, living? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, not that. No, um, actually what I'm, what I'm geeking out about is uh, my, my better half moved in. So I am, I am now, uh, I, I now have a, a new roommate, uh, my, my love, uh, for those of you who may know uh, her from art fight. Um, she is wisteria. She is one half, one half of the super art fight world tag team champions. You live in with one the half- gold. I got that goal, baby. Like, please understand, set up one of the, like, there's a bookshelf in our living room, right? That's got that rad. Remember when we did that UMBC show like forever ago and they got that really awesome award that has like the granite, like horns that they gave us for like, thanks for being a great friend. So it's, it's that in the center of it. And then like art fight photos on either side. And then one of the tag team belts is the backdrop of that. Oh my God. Yeah. Do you it, do you do you know sharp. do you know if um the the wrestlers when they win the title do they get a a version of it or I think they have the ability to buy one for themselves as as, as like an option to I yeah would, I, I, I only help. say this based on my limited understanding of yeah. uh, following a wrestler named Seamus and he has like a display cabinet in his living room of all the titles that he's won, I so. I would hella buy that shit. Yeah, I, I assume so too. Like, yeah. I assume that you know you get that opportunity, probably whatever cost, probably I don't know twelve hundred bucks or something like that. It's probably would, a reasonable sort of thing. I, I was just like, yeah, you know what? I, I would I put would the money. That. I would put it in yeah. the money because because I, I would totally do the same because you deserve that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I will put in the money for that. But yeah, so uh, so that's that's there. We got all those Yay! things moved in. So cool. Yep, everything's starting to get unpacked. The office is going to be a whole experience. We're sharing an office space, so yeah, sure. My my half of the office is, you know, um, it's condensing a little bit. It's kind of reorganizing a few things. It's switching some furniture around, and then we'll get her kind of set up, and then we'll both be able to be down here working on things and music and art and hanging out and podcasts and what have you. So yeah, man. It's, it's been very good. You know, what uh, makes a great divider is a nice tube amp. <laughs> tube amp in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, what's and this? Here I was it's thinking, a wall just, slash tube amp. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking about taping a, a line on the floor, like an 80s sitcom. 
Tom, but you know, whatever. No. That's, that's, that's fine. We can do your idea is much better. <laughs> you put a tube amp there. It's a wall. No one's going to mistake it for like, I can cross uh, yeah. it. You can't cross shit. It's a tube. Yeah, amp. You can't cross it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if the physicality of the tube amp doesn't work, you turn it from one to two and no one's getting near you. <laughs> yeah, that, that, like, that's the plus side. There is no like, subtlety that happens there. Fucking tube amps. Why are they so goddamn loud? Um, old British shit? I, I'm, they must have been deaf as hell because I, I have a Fender fuck whatever that is, like a blue, blues. I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah. I go from zero to one. And like my neighbors are knocking on the door. I go yeah. from one to two. I have to stand outside and play the guitar outside to like, to, to, so I don't pop a eardrum. Yeah. I've yeah. never gone up to three. I've never, even when we were playing the auto bar with that, me and Johnny plugged into that amp did not go above two. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your volume knob's broken. Mm-mm. No, I, okay. It's, I put in fresh tubes and it's louder. <laughs> it's louder. It's like when we played that autobar show, I think uh, my tubes were a little bit old, so it, it never yeah. went above two. I yeah. put in new tubes like shortly after that. And I was like, can I go? No, nope. You can't. You can't. You just, you fucking can't. I, I, I like that plan. You set it to one and they control the volume from your guitar. Yeah. So it's like 1.9. You're, you're, you're working on <laughs> yeah. like a V scale. You're on like a, you're on like a V 1.4. <laughs> yeah. Well, then the trick is like you, you can figure out how, how much volume it takes for you to go from like super clean to super dirty. So like uh, the, the lead channel is loud as fuck. Like you think the clean channel is loud. The, the dirt channel is just fucking disgusting. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Well, yeah, so, you, you, you add overdrive to anything and suddenly it goes through the roof. Yeah, so like the, 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 the scale from like clean to I'm going to murder everyone is very, very <laughs> tiny. And, and the scale from off to on is also very tiny. So like I have to like kind of nudge up on the volume knob just a teensy and I get a little bit of clean and then a little bit more. It's like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Fucking tube amps, man. Uh, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, we have a topic for today. Ironically related to that ridiculous tube amp story that you just told. Yes, yes, yes. So you had the idea, you, you were listening to something and you were telling me about it last week on the cast about like, yeah, uh, I, I was honestly albums. like, I, yeah, I, I was scrolling through and it was actually something I saw on one of my social media feeds and somebody threw the idea out there of music being comfort food. Now, given everything that's going on right now, um, we all are kind of everyone that I have seen has been doing a lot of like get back to zero, find the things that that make us comfortable and happy. You you're rediscovering, um, you know, you know your dance games and what have you. A lot of people are binge watching TV that they have been doing before. Um, you know, Nicole and I just are, are just about finished up watching West Wing because I needed Aww. some sort of like. I, I, I needed like reality <laughs> porn where it yeah. was like, I, yeah. I, I needed some sort of like, so reality sucks. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I, I need, I need to feel okay about my government. Yeah. So I, I decided Ooh. to start watching that. I know. <laughs> so as another way of doing this, I've seen a lot of people doing things where they're like comfort baking or they're making food they haven't made in a while, or they're mm. breaking out all recipes. And yeah. I saw somebody call, mm albums comfort food and like i got to see, i got to see by the thing where it was like some sort of like you know guitarist from some band was like talks about their favorite comfort food and when i clicked on the link i realized it was them talking about the albums that they go back to over and over again or like the or the artists or what have you the things that make them comfortable now mm. the premise makes a lot of sense but the way that music is generated now as opposed to even 5 or 6 years ago is much more singles 
than it is necessarily albums. Yes, it is. <laughs> so <laughs> the premise of this thought process was that you and I would kind of break down a couple comfort food albums and or artists, mm-hmm. um, provided that maybe they only have a couple songs that are, that are really big or what have you, um, yeah. or it's their complete body that you tend to go to, you know, you do, you search for them in Spotify or iTunes or something like that. And you're like, cool, I'm going to just let it ride with whatever they, they have on. Yeah. Um, so we thought that a nice way of kind of helping people get through, um, I know a lot of people are watching Netflix and what have you. Uh, if you're anything like me, you're running out of TV that you're, you can just kind of put it on the background and forget about. Mm-hmm. Um, so thought it, this might be a nice thing of like people kind of switching things up and putting on some music in the background while you work from home, while you were in your garden, while you were working out, while you were just kind of passing the time and, you know, doing dishes or whatever it is. Um, some things that you and I really enjoy to help kind of get us, get us through what's going on. All right. So, um, let's, I started with, uh, what we're geeking on. So you, you kick this one off. Let me okay. know what you got. Let me know what you got, B. I don't okay, know how many. So I don't know how many albums you have, but uh, I, I I grabbed um, four. Or sorry, I grabbed five artists. Um, three of them are specific albums. Okay. So um, in no particular order, but figure it would be a, a nice thing. So something that I really love doing is I really love cooking. So something that I had been doing was setting up playlists, essentially like cooking playlists to introduce Nicole to what I listen to and the things that kind of got me into things, things that kind of get me rolling. Um, I am a huge fan of that kind of Motown sound. So oh, like yeah. when I'm cooking, it's a really nice kind of jam sort of experience. So, you know, a lot of like, um, a lot of Al Green, a lot of, you know, like that, that kind of, you know, let's, yes, yes, God, yes. So I put together um, uh, a list of songs and the one that kind of really stood out that's kind of become like one of our go-to songs. I don't know if it's necessarily like our song or whatever it is, but it's Aww, been by a band song. called the Alabama Shakes. Mm. And if you've never heard of the Alabama Shakes, they are an exceptional band. Let me see if I can find the description. Um, so they're a band from Athens, Alabama. Um, they're a quartet. They're fronted by a woman named Brittany Howard. Um, and it essentially looks like, like they look like every college band <laughs> that you wish you could get, where it's like, one, uh, you know, the, the front person, Brittany, um, I don't know her exact ethnicity, um, very much not white though. And then yeah. she's flanked by a bunch of bearded, dorky looking white guys. And nice. all of them are playing this kind of like bluesy rock. Um, and the, the album for me is um, the 2012, uh, sorry, the 2012 one called Boys and Girls. And if you're looking for the songs that really get me, um, the title track Hold On was the one that they got very popular for a while back. But for me, um, there's a song called Be Mine that mm-hmm. is super good. And Aww. she starts croning into it because like the beautiful part about her voice is it's very deep and very wide. And she starts growling into it. Like you can tell she's inspired by old blues, Wilson Pickett kind of, kind of Otis Redding, very kind of growly, not afraid to get deep in that fucking throat kind of singing. Yeah. Yeah. And when that comes from a female led voice, it is super good. That's so awesome. Yeah. Um, so she is super great. Um, just search, uh, Alabama shakes on any sort of, uh, of, you know, Spotify or iTunes or, or you know, uh, Apple Music or what have you, you can definitely find her. Um, nice. But yeah, so that, that would be my first one. Um, what is your first one? Uh, so Jimi Hendrix, anything Jimi Hendrix. Uh, <laughs> I, Purple Haze was the song that convinced me that I needed to learn how to play a fucking electric guitar. Um, but uh, Little Wing is my favorite song. When I learned how to play Little Wing, it's the only song I ever play ever. Um, but my favorite... Jimi Hendrix album is Band of Gypsies, which is a live recording. It was like the one of his last uh, albums. And there's like five songs on it. It's just five songs. And uh, the producer was just like, 
Jimmy had at this point had been known for like doing all the crazy shit and like lighting shit on fire and playing behind his head and stuff. And, and the, the producer was like, well, why don't you just play, get out there and play the fucking guitar and stop all this dicking around. Jimmy was like, (laughs) I got you bitch. So him, Billy Cox, buddy miles, take the stage and blow everybody's fucking socks off. Nice. Three piece, a guitar, a bass, a drum. You're good to go. You're good to go. Yeah. And Jimmy, like, if you see footage of it, he's literally just playing the guitar. Oh, okay. Nothing fancy, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no tricks. And it's amazing. Like, yeah, this, this, these songs have influenced like funk and hip hop. Like, yeah, those is, is amazing. Like machine gun changes, fu- changes. Jesus. Like <laughs> you've, you've heard, you've heard these drum beat, like, there's a um fuck you've you've heard the beats for um who knows on on other hip hop records like you okay know, th- this 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 album kind of it's it's everything it's everything that i right. love it's it's jimmy doing his crazy shit but jimmy doing his blues stuff like there's also like a, a blues album that's just like jimmy hendrix blues i love that but like album albums that he produced while he was alive this is the one. This is the one for yeah. me. Nice. Yeah. 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 Get that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. My turn. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the next one is going to be, you can grab any one of their albums. The beautiful part is you are bound to recognize one of these songs because they don't bother to write their own music and they just put their own spin on it. Oh. The band is called Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. Oh. And Me First and the Gimme Gimmies are essentially like a fun, dumb punk band. Like think of them with like Ska without the checker prints, um, the mozzarella sticks and the horns and just genuinely like, you know when you first heard Green Day where you were yeah. like, it's a bit of a middle finger, but it feels like a lot of fun. Yeah. Think of that, but they're doing nothing but covers of songs that you know. <laughs> so, and we they should, break them up. We should just do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's a hell of a lot of fun. So, like, one of my favorite, they do, um, they do uh, an album called uh, Love Their Country, where they just do nothing but country songs. You're talking about covers of, like, Desperado and On the Road Again and Jolene and Eastbound and Down and She Believes in Me. And, like, mm-hmm. and that cover of She Believes in Me is super good but they've done it um let's see their most recent one is a 2014 one where they did nothing but female-led songs called diva and nice right and it is incredibly incredibly good and like they also um they do a really really good cover of um crazy for you Mm -hmm. um and instead of it being punk it's done just with like the singer a saxophone and a ukulele nice and it's the most touching version of this but i would highly suggest throw it on just throw it on shuffle and you'll hear all of the you know your sweet carolines your all of your right yeah (laughs) and when when it's played by a band who really knows how to have fun with some overdrive Mm -hmm. it is really really good it's Mm -hmm. probably one of my best like hey i'm gonna go work on a project and i need to feel upbeat and i need to be able to sing along with absolutely everything put me first in the gimme gimme's on shuffle and walk away huh yeah yeah yep all right what's your next one jamie 36 chambers (laughs) (laughs) uh it was it was it's got to be a wu-tang album uh either 36 chambers or wu-tang forever but like I don't know when, when 36 chambers dropped, everybody lost their fucking mind. Like the, the Kung Fu samples, RZA was using strings in hip hop, which wasn't that popular. It's been done before, but like all of his tracks were like samples from old Kung Fu movies, but then he added dirty strings and just like grimy production value on that shit. That album influenced me a lot in college. (laughs) (laughs) That shit dropped. Uh, I, I lost my fucking mind. Um, Wu-Tang Forever is also a really good one. Um, yeah. the, reu- the Reunited song is just every member of the clan dropping their dick and like slapping people in the face. It was nice. That, that, that song, there's no hook. It's just all the members of Wu-Tang coming out with a statement. It just, I fucking love that album. But 30, 36 Chambers is the one that kind of blew my mind. 
nice. I mean, the Jizza has a great album. Old Dirty's first album has this really good song, Cutting Heads, but like 36 Chambers to me kicked it off. So yeah, <laughs> there, I don't know what else to say. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have zero argument there. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Um, so my next one, complete opposite direction. Um, 2009 prog rock. Uh, band's called Mastodon. Oh yeah, and album <laughs> is called Crack the Sky. I love a band who is isn't afraid to get fucking weird, and the idea of them doing a concept album about the life and death of Rasputin, <laughs> I'm fucking here for. I love the fact that they weren't afraid. There were like two songs that were kind of the main ones that got um, mainstream popular named Oblivion and uh, Divinations. Mm -hmm. They both on that same album released an instrumental version of both of them because they're so jammy and like thrashy. They don't even need the vocals. <laughs> like you get the feel of that shit just from the goddamn music. Nice. And I love that. I also love that they're not afraid to break out with something. I think it's uh, track four, I believe. Um, it's called The Czar. Mm -hmm. And it's like a nine-minute jam that starts off slow and plotting and then builds into this huge crescendo and then powers through in this deep like Zeppelin-style groove toward the end. <laughs> and nice. I, Because it reminds me of like, old 70s albums yeah, yeah bands weren't afraid to fucking dig into it yeah and it's one of these things where i it's why i love bands like baroness and ghost and what have you where they're they're not afraid to kind of not necessarily play the radio clip and like ah fuck it we're gonna go do this <laughs> thing and dig into it yeah i like that i like that a lot that's there's so a cool. ton of stuff i mastered on that is super good yeah. if anyone was curious about my recommendations as far as mastodon stuff feel free to hit me up i fucking love mastodon that's awesome yeah all right, Jamie, what's your next one? Uh, Metallica, Metallica. <laughs> it, was either okay. this, it was either this or Justice for All. And like... Wait, wait, um, are, are we talking the Black Album? Or are we yeah, talking... the Black Album. Okay. Yeah, the Black Album was the first Metallica album that I heard. Um, just because that, that came out in high school. And high school was kind of when I, I decided to like branch out and uh, listen to other things than like Motown and whatever was on the oldie station. Cause I knew all that shit. Like I knew all the doo up right. and the like beach boys and shit like that. So Metallica and like, uh, ice cube were my two, like <laughs> you non so you up primed for, for the, for the rap rock new metal wave. When it yeah. happened, you yeah, were yeah, already yeah. prepped. You were like, yeah, wait, somebody got my hip hop and my rock and roll <laughs> and somebody got my rock and roll and my hip hop. Yeah. So, uh, the, the, the black album, uh, was yeah. Cool as shit. Um, yeah, I got James, an argument there. James learned how to sing. Um, yeah. Which and is nice of them. justice for all is good too. Like one, you can't deny that one is like a, is like one of those compositional masterpieces as far as like thrash metal goes. It's just like, yeah, it's a journey. Um, like from, from the, from the song itself and the music video, all of that, but like listening to justice for all is exhausting. Like, yeah, that, that complete out. Like I would argue that you can take, uh, kill them all, ride the lightning justice for all and snip, tracks out of that and make one really good kind of oh, yeah. long album out of that yeah. and say okay early metallica stuff black album and yeah. then basically like 90s early 2000s metallica load reload yeah um gr uh, <laughs> garage inc what have you kind of combine them into an album and then everything post whatever it is where they do, you know, a couple covers and the, yeah. I will say shining, shining moment in between there for, for me personally, the S and M album where they did the live one with the San Francisco Philharmonic. Yeah. 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 That was cool. I can totally get behind <clears throat> that. Yeah. I it's, it's the, uh, it's the old joke also that you, that you fall on. Um, what is it? I think Marty of uh, Super Art used to joke around about that, where we talk about Metallica, and then he'd be like, "It's a shame what happened to them in the Black Album. They all died. It's weird. Like they, all of them, <laughs> they they came out with the Black Album. Next thing you know, just all of them dead. Which they're, is they're just gone. They're just they're gone, gone. and yeah. gone too soon. Gone too soon. <laughs> 
Yeah, but uh, Metallica, I learned how to play all of their all, all of the songs on the Black Album yeah. uh, when I was learning how to play guitar. I learned how to play Hootie and the Blowfish, Hold My Hand, and uh, uh, Understand Me. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. It distracts from me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're up. Yep. So, uh, one of the, one of the tracks that I learned how to play first, one of the albums I kind of learned how to play rhythm from, because, um, the rhythm guitarist in this band is my absolute favorite. Um, and the album is called highway to hell band is ACDC. Yeah. And it was my first album. So when I was a kid growing up, you know, you start to hear things or whatever it is. The first CD I actually got, my dad went out, bought it for me, handed it to me and went here, listen to this. Essentially, this was my introduction into everything. And it really like shaped how I listened to music. Nice. And it is incredibly good. And you owe it to yourself to go and listen to that album front to back because it is incredibly good. Yeah. Um, the one I would probably go with personally, um, you want to go with track eight. Uh, if you want blood, you got it. <laughs> there is no other ACDC track as far as I'm concerned that builds and jams and grooves and is as complete as if you want blood, you got it. And I don't care what sort of, you know, your highway to hell is your, or, sorry. Yeah. Actually highway to hell is thunderstruck all your back and black shit, whatever it is. No, no. It's also the last one that Bon Scott was on the original singer. And I have nothing Aww. against Brian Johnson, the new singer. Yeah. He's exceptionally good. And uh, everything that I've seen of him on like episodes of top Gear and everything else. Again, he seems like the sweetest fucking human. And I would love to go have a beer with that guy. Hell yeah. But the idea of essentially highway being kind of the last Bon Scott album and knowing that he poured his heart into that is fucking there for me. Oh, so you awesome. owe it to yourself to throw that on and let that be a jam and feel free to like skip the first track. Everyone I know has heard highway to hell. Yeah. Skip it. <laughs> Go yeah. to track two and then just let the thing play. I promise you, you will be excited and it'll feel good and it'll feel sharp. And you'll be like, fuck, when was this album made? You realize like 79? Really? Oh, so like, good. Yeah. So yeah. fucking good. Yeah. When it's good, it's that good that it's timeless. Mm. All right, Jamie. Uh, so uh, Maceo Parker live on Planet Groove. So Maceo Parker was uh, James Brown's saxophone player. Uh, <laughs> okay. I forgot which song, um, but... You'll, I forgot which James Brown song he says, but it's like, Maceo, blow your horn. And it's Maceo Parker playing the tenor saxophone. It's the shit. Anyway, he got fed up because James Brown's kind of a dickhead and uh, <laughs> left and took everybody else. Um, and I think Bootsy stepped in. So Bootsy was with, with James for a while. And then Bootsy was like, fuck you. And uh, he, he did his own thing. Um, but Life on Planet Groove is Maceo Parker and former members of uh, that band just it's a bunch of live tracks and it's fucking amazing. Like if you yeah. do not move when you hear this album, it's because you can't, that's just it. Yeah. It's, it like the beats are infectious. Uh, like um, shake everything you got. The first, the very first track on there just starts with this simple baseline. Do 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 do. And it just it 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 grabs you in the soul and just like shakes you around and just like you have to get up out of your seat. It's fucking dope as shit. I don't know why you can't play that track off of the album on on Spotify. So buy that shit. Uh, just buy this. Like every track <laughs> on that album is fucking gold. Like past the peas, past the peas. Yeah, I got to get addicted to love. George, he does a version of Georgia on my mind that will make you cry. Just <laughs> drink, you, you will need a gallon of water after you listen to his version of Georgia on my mind. Cause like all the water in your body is just going to leak out of your face. You won't have to go to the bathroom. 
if you're if you're if you're stopped up for whatever reason, listen to that song. You'll be crying. You'll just be like every 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 bit of moisture will just come out of your eyeballs and just yeah. have have a hose. Have a hose ready so you can fill back up. And then listen to it again and just ooze out. Just ah, oh. Yeah. It's amazing. That fucking mm-hmm. album, man. That fucking oh, album. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh it just that and the bit mm. and the drummers like the when when they each take their solos oh fuck me yeah. jesus christ get that shit <laughs> <laughs> all right brandy <laughs> all right so the last one i have is uh so this was an album that was introduced to me right after I graduated. So this would have been 2002 for me. Um, album was released in 99. Band is called Jimmy Eat World. Oh, yeah. Um, and this is an album that I heard basically and I have listened to anytime things have been rough. This was the album that I listened to when I found out a lot of stuff about you know, uh, my dad and his drug problem. It's the one that I found out about when I had school issues, when I had breakups, when, you know, bad things were happening with me personally, when, you know, let go from jobs, when, you know, things are rough. It, it was like the soundtrack for my divorce when I went to go take uh, my old dog, Molly, for my last walk with her while, while we still had her. She's still totally physically fine, but she went with my ex-wife. Um, I listened to that album. We we went out for a long one and I listened to that album front to back. Um, the album's called Clarity. And it is... A lot of people consider it the best Jimmy World album. It's the most influential thing that is in my world. Aww. So I would say if you want to hear what kind of goes through my head when things get rough and when I need to focus and when influential things happen, that's the soundtrack. Nice. Yeah. So, um, front to back and you'll find a song that you'll like more than others. And it's got a lot of different tone and what have you, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's very, very good. Oh, (laughs) oh, all right. Well, uh, my last one, and I've got like 50 other more that I want to talk about. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm sure I've got some honorable mentions. Yeah, I, I got, I got more, but, uh, so there is this movie in 1993 called Judgment Night. Have you ever heard of this film, Brandon Chalmers? Uh, I have... Wait. <sighs> the answer is no, because it no. sucked. It had okay. Ice Cube and Ice Tea in it, and they were okay. going... They, somebody stole something from somewhere, and they were going to storm this building because there was treasure... It was a treasure hunt. It was, it was a whole mess. People were excited because... <laughs> like. Both of the ices are going to be in the same movie. And you watch this movie, oh, you're wow. like, why okay. the fuck am I watching this movie? Nobody remembers this movie because it was no good. It was no okay. good. No All bueno. Right. No. Mm, mm. However, the yeah. soundtrack is fucking dope because they took artists from hardcore rap and yeah. like fucking metal and like peanut butter and jelly mushed that shit together and came yeah. out with this amazing album. So let me let me let me let me run down this lineup, if you yeah, will. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna look this up right now. You said the the name of the uh, Judgment Night. Judgment Night music from the motion picture soundtrack. So, uh, first track has Helmet and House of Pain. Okay. Second track. I'm, I'm here for this. Second track, Teenage Fan Club, De La Soul. All right. Third track, Living Color, Run DMC. Hell yeah. The title track, Judgment Night, Biohazard, and Onyx. (laughs) I'm here for all of that. They follow that up with a a little bit of Slayer and Ice-T. Yes. Then we have Faith No More, Booyah Tribe. Okay. Sonic Youth and Cypress Hill. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mud Honey and Sir Mix-A-Lot. Dinosaur Jr. and Del the Funky Homo Sapien. That feels really rad. <laughs> yeah. Two more. Therapy and Fatal. I'm unfamiliar with those two, but it, they okay. put out an amazing track. And then to, to, to cap it all off, the piece de resistance, you have Cypress Hill. And Jeremy spoke to fucking Pearl Jam. <laughs> Together. 
on a track That's called cool. The Real Thing. Is is that the quintessential track from that album, you think? I pff, Front to back. Front to back, Brandon. Front to back? All right, to, fair enough. Well, just put it on and be like, I'm back in 93. I'm going to punch somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kick is, this shit out of, I'm going to beat the shit out of everybody. This, this soundtrack, Brandon, this soundtrack, this, this soundtrack gives you feelings. <laughs> it's all the same feeling like rage and, and anger, but it gives right, you right, feelings. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so what you're saying is, is it's, it's what rage against a machine wishes it was now. Yeah. 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 Boy, howdy, am I excited about Tom Morello's masterclass, though. Yeah, I, I, keep, I keep seeing those on YouTube. Now, unlike Rage Against the Machine, yeah. this album says nothing. Like, <laughs> you know, it's a bunch of flex. It's, it's flexing. That, it's, bunch of, it's, it's flexing. Like, you, okay. have, you have metal bands and you have hip-hop artists that sometimes talk about stuff, but a lot of times they don't talk about stuff. So it's, right. it's not a that. woke album. But it okay. makes you feel things. It makes you okay. want to beat the shit out of whoever has gotcha. done an injustice to you. So like, okay, so so tone more than anything else. Yeah, tone. Okay, it's, fair it's, enough. It's not saying anything. Like the the t- song titles are like just another victim, me myself and my microphone disorder, yeah, yeah. another body murdered, freak mama. I mean, like they ain't saying shit. Right. We're killing people and we're fucking. So, but gotcha. Yeah. 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 I get. I get this. <laughs> which honestly i'm really surprised by because i would be concerned that a lot of these bands would be like well the label says that you have to do this and they'd be like oh fine and like i get the idea that some of these bands would very much be into it like biohazard and onyx oh yeah they, biohazard feels like they would yeah. totally be into it this makes sense but like they had a blast you can tell they had a fucking blast recording that track but the idea of of getting dinosaur jr excited about hip-hop feels <laughs> like a bit of a stretch like i gotta be honest with you it it's great like you can tell that these these guys had a blast doing this because all the songs that, that's awesome. You can yeah. f- like they're they're putting it in. They're they're not phoning it in like Jay Z did on that one track with like oh god oh, with Lincoln Park what, Monster that track with Nicki Minaj uh, oh, uh, Kanye oh. and Jay Z. Jay Z's verse is the weakest. Like when he's in trouble with Beyonce, Beyonce brings up his verse on that song because it is so <laughs> like. Nicki Minaj ate his breakfast on that track. Nicki Minaj <laughs> buried him, buried Kanye, buried their family members, buried their entire careers on that track. So like So so what you're saying is is yeah. some somewhere yeah. somewhere in North Hollywood, Nicki Minaj is digging digging a hole oh, that just says Northwest on a yeah. board a sitting above they're it. They're fucking just, dead. They're just fucking dead. <laughs> they're fucking dead. Wow. Yeah. So no, no one phones it in like Jay-Z did on that song. I'm sorry. <laughs> they all bring it. They all have a blast. It's, it's fucking great. I love it. Okay. All do, right. That's, do you have any, do you have any honorable I'll, mentions? I'll, uh, honorable mentions for me, probably a, a couple one, like, um, genuinely, uh, Dave Roll and the Foo Fighters. Fucking oh, yeah, anything yeah, 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 that yeah. guy touches. I, yeah. Dave Grohl's such a delightful human. Like just yeah. go and listen to that. Um, Probably going along with that, uh, Queens of the Stone Age are oh, yeah. super great. Um, let's see, what else was from my... So something, um, probably the one that I'll throw out there for my, my cooking mix, um, some real good jams from that because that's been the fun stuff. Um, you Want Anything by Young MC. Um, yeah. You, you want to throw on some good stuff. Um, old Bare Naked Ladies are always fun when they're up and in. Um, you owe it to yourself to have Love Shack on any sort of cooking mix because it's a sing-along sort of thing. Um, uh, what else? If you, okay, as a rule, if you, if you are in a relationship with anyone, regardless of their eye color, and you are trying to impress them and cook dinner, and you do not have Van Morrison's Brown Eye Girl on that list, you are doing it wrong. Doing it wrong. Because it's such a sweet song. And yeah. you can be over there stirring noodles and joking around with them, <laughs> whatever it is. Stirring them and- 
Yeah, yeah. Then you're just like, you know, simple shit. A little bit of pasta, start putting that in the slow <laughs> cooker, whatever it is. You're baking a little bit of garlic bread. You're chit-chatting. Oh, yeah, no, I do this all the time, yada, yada, yada. Meanwhile, yeah. you're in a low-key panic, making sure you're not burning the bread or what have you. Yeah, you you owe it to yourself to get some of those things in there. Um what else? What else? What else? Um, you probably want to do some fun stuff, 90s things, new radicals you get what you give. You know, yeah, those yeah. kind of jam songs that you can yeah. kind of sing along with. Everything kind of feels good. Um, but yeah, you you definitely want to do those. Do you want to get a bit of hooties going on? Um, <laughs> dude, seriously. What, <laughs> yeah, because like everyone sings along with hootie. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Like that's how I learned how to play and sing. <laughs> right. Yeah. That that's, that's how most guys did it. So yeah. yeah, I would highly suggest that, but yeah, that's, um, that's really the takeaways that I would have would be, uh, if you don't have Van Morrison and the B 52s on your cooking mix, you're just doing it wrong. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. I, I have so many weird fucking things. Like my, one of my favorite artists is big mama Thornton. She's a old blues singer. She did the original version of Hound Dog. Hound Dog was written for her. Okay, right. And on. like she does a very way like guttural and just like you ain't yeah. nothing but a hound. And it, God, you hear that version, and then you hear Elvis. You want to dig up his not corpse and punch it in the teeth because it's whack as <laughs> shit. Hound Dog is his version of Hound Dog is the wackest <laughs> shit you have ever fucking heard. Go home, oh get you some Big Mama Thornton. Big Mama Thornton like kicks him in the in the gold plated peanut butter sandwich eating colon. Fuck that oh shit. My Fuck God. that shit. Big Mama Thornton is amazing. Oh, uh, we gotta we gotta do that. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta I gotta see what the date is. Keep going. Yeah. Um, by the way, with knowing that you really need to go listen to that that uh, Alabama Shakes album. Uh, okay. Uh, anything Elvis, anything yeah. by Missy Elliott. Uh, Missy Elliott is timeless. She was timeless in the '90s when she dropped like all of her albums, and then she took a break and then came back. And when she came back, she's still fucking gold as shit. Anything by Missy Elliott puts me in a good mood. Anything by okay. Earth, Wind, and Fire puts me in a good mood. They nothing but hits. We we went to a concert of Earth, Wind, and Fire, and every track, every song, everything they played was a number one at some point in my lifetime. So like, anytime I'm feeling shitty, Earth, Wind, and Fire puts a smile on my face. My favorite yeah. song is um, Groove Tonight because it's a bunch of robots singing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Dope as Hell fuck. Yeah. Um, there's an album called Nativity in Black. It's a bunch of metal artists paying tribute to Black Sabbath. Nice. I'm fucking dope. I'm, I'm fucking dope. I'm good with all, all of that. By the way, um, we, we owe it to ourselves uh, to celebrate the death day of Elvis in August. Okay. And I'll get together a bunch of stories and we can talk about yeah. him having a monkey and <laughs> him <laughs> eating so many peach pits that they had to shovel them out of his bedroom. And hamburger Pete is the Hamburger Pete story. Or was it Hamburger Pete? Don and Mike used uh, to do like celebration yeah, of yes, like yeah, yeah, of Elvis yeah. Death Day. Yeah. Yes. The, we need to get together the <laughs> Elvis Death Day tribute show essentially and do that. Yeah. We can go through all of the things and yeah. piss off every old white person you know by completely just throwing away any sort of love of Elvis Presley and we just throw him under the bus and talk yeah. about what a weird, awful, <laughs> stealing ass motherfucker he was. Like I am here for all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a fucking there's another compilation album called Kiss My Ass, where a bunch of random artists pay tribute to Kiss. Garth Brooks does an amazing version of Hard Luck Woman. Um, or hard, hard, not hard luck. Woman. What hard luck woman? Did you just say Garth Brooks Garth does Brooks. an amazing version? Because everything else just became white noise after you said that. Like I thought <laughs> I heard you say that. Yeah, it's a Kiss tribute album. Garth Brooks does a Peter Chris song, and Peter Chris. I mean, he hasn't done anything since, so you know why? Because Garth Brooks killed him. Uh, okay, all there's, right. There's there's a album, uh, DJ Cool. Uh, the, the, let me clear my throat. It's like a EP or something. There's like five tracks on it, but like the, let me yeah. clear my throat old school remix with, uh, Dougie fresh, um, and, uh, Bismarcky. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Uh, when me and my brother used to travel around to colleges for, um, our service fraternity in college, we would play that song as we were entering the city as loud as we could. So like waving to our friends and be like, 
let me clear my throat. Yeah. Hell yes. Yes. That is a jam. Yeah. By the way, speaking of those mashup things, you owe it to yourself to go and find uh, the Wu-Tang and Rage Against the Machine matchup. Oh, yeah. Matchup yeah, 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 Wu-Tang yeah. Clang and uh, Ain't Nothing to Fuck With, which I'm trying to remember the name of that album. And I want to say it's Liquid Metal, but I might be wrong. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, uh, that, yeah. That's fucking dope. That's fucking dope. Yeah. I, I got a lot of weird shit in my desert island discs, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. But uh, yeah, I think you definitely owe it to yourself. Um, so, Jamie, one more time, do me a favor, read off the list for for everyone else. So this way, they can go back and they can jot that down. Oh, uh, real fast. What do you? What are your? What are your lists again? Oh shit, I forgot. Um, okay, Band of Gypsies was one. Okay, uh, Life on Planet Groove was one. Uh, Metallica, Metallica was one. Yep. Uh, Judgment Night was one. Uh, um, Swords. Something. Oh, uh, Thirty Six Chambers. Yeah, those were my five. Yeah. Yep. Out of yep. order. <laughs> yeah, completely out of order. Um, so for me, once again, uh, Alabama Shakes. Um, anything really by them, but their first album, Me First and the Gimme Gimme is genuinely anything by them. Mastodon's Crack the Sky album, ACDC's Highway to Hell, and Jimmy Eat World Clarity. Yeah. So kids, do yourselves a favor. Um, throw them on a list. Make a Brandon Mint list. Make a Jamie list, what have yeah. you. Um, put that together and start jamming that stuff out. And put some good music in your ears and start to try and feel better because right now things are tough and it's the little things that help get us by. I, I have a couple of playlists on Spotify. So I think oh, if, there you, you go. if you look up, I think if you look up my name, they're associated with my playlist. I don't fucking okay. know. Yeah. I, I think that's totally how that works. Uh, I do not have Spotify. So I apologize, but uh, yeah, I got, yeah, if you're on Apple music and you want to find me, I can definitely send you some playlists. Yeah. So I, I've got, I've got a few playlists. I got one called make it funky, which is like earth, wind and fire and uh, a lot of funk stuff. Um, there's one called soundtracking, which is a lot of my favorite soundtracks, including the fucking Pacific Rim song, which is fucking dope. Hell yes. And, and, and that, um, the, the Kill Bill song, uh, Death with Honor, like the guitar one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got songs in the key of fuck yeah, which is a lot of rock and, uh, Jimi Hendrix and then all the hip hop in which is a whole bunch of hip hop shit that I'm into. So like if you, yes. you if you see my name besides listening to all my singles that are going to be dropping soon, um, Hell yeah. you can, you can check out all the playlists and stuff. Um, and uh, yeah. pick up an instrument. Now's the time you ain't got shit yeah. to do. Pick up an instrument. Yeah. You know, that's probably not a bad idea. So you should definitely do that. Start singing it out at the very least. Start singing along with some of this stuff. Um, yeah. Ain't nothing wrong. You can that, find that voice going. Yeah, you can find a, a shit ass guitar for like under a hundred bucks. Probably closer to fifty if you're if you're a bargain shop. Fuck that, man. Go <laughs> cheap on it. Go pick yourself up a harmonica, break out the campfire, and go yeah. full fucking John Popper. You all right. Yeah. Or if you got a pan and you got a chopstick, you got a drum. So like tap it. Tap it, tap it. Or, or like the weird mouth harp shit. Oh yeah, but, the the juice harp or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go with one of those. Go get a kazoo, what have yeah. you. But, but uh, if, make a little music. Yeah, if you've if you've always thought that I, you wanted to pick up an instrument, whatever it is, get it yeah. or find because there there is a version of the thing that you want to play near you that is affordable. I guarantee yeah. you, it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be. Nope. You know, it doesn't have to be a PRS. Like if you want to learn how to play guitar, there is a, there's a, um, there's an auction site on, uh, Goodwill has an auction site and a lot of the shit on the Goodwill auction site goes for like two or three bucks. You can find like fancy camera equipment on there for like 10 bucks. Cause people may not know what the fuck they have on there. Um, <laughs> but I've, I've seen auctions for like guitars that they just don't have room for. So if you're, yeah. if you've ever wanted to play guitar, pick one up. Yeah. Yeah. Genuinely up. you can, you can pick up one and don't be afraid of picking up one of those ones in like the, the beginner guitar packs or whatever it is. Yeah. Pick up one by Yamaha or Ibanez or whatever it is. It'll be a hundred bucks. You get a case with it and everything else again. It's a perfectly fine acoustic guitar. Learn how yeah. to play. It'll yeah. be, you'll be good. Like, 
yeah. it'll be super good. And then you can gift it to some other kid later on yeah. or what have you and just yeah. kind of pass it on. But yeah, you owe it to yourself, especially now with how, how things are and you know, you happen to be home or whatever it is. Now's the time to start following those passions and it, Write, it makes, yeah, draw, make music, yeah. whatever you can do, you know, if video games are your thing, by all means dig into the video games, but now is yeah. not the time to be skittish about following some passions that you can kind of do in your own home and enjoy yeah. yourself. And, and playing, playing music, even if you suck, makes you feel better. Like yeah. even, even when I was learning how to play violin and it sounded like I was murdering small animals with tiny instruments, it was hella fun. You get to yeah. make a noise. You're making yeah. a noise and it sounds kind of like a note, but isn't there yet. When you nail it though. Yeah. That is a whole new experience. Yeah. And that first time you nail it is going to be life affirming. Yeah. And of the stringed instruments, ones with frets are easier to make noises in tune than those oh without God. frets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a reason why I don't have no fretless uh, basses or <laughs> fretless guitars. Cause yeah. I, I used to do that shit. Yeah, um, no. And between Instagram and YouTube and just guitar magazine or guitar player being, I know this is guitar centric, but that's what we play. You can find free resources, you know, learn how to read tabulature. That'll show you how to make the yep. fingerings and the chords and stuff. So like yep, guitar is pretty easy to pick up. Yep. Um, the, the, the wind instruments are a little bit more difficult, but there's free resources everywhere to do that shit. So I don't know, man. Play, yeah, play, a thing, I, play a thing. Yeah, I, I would say uh, there's an infinite amount of guitar tabs out there. Ultimate-guitar.com um, oh, yeah. is uh, definitely a great resource. And there are, you know, guitar tuner apps and yeah. play along things and what have you. And, yeah. you know, it's now's the time, kids. Yeah. Get out there. Go do the thing. Go enjoy yourself. Um, be safe. Stay and you safe. Can, and you can record it and you can be a, uh, an artist and put your shit on Spotify and tell us so yeah. we can listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, man. Make that SoundCloud money. Now's the time. Now's the time to live those mumble rap dreams and, yeah. and make some SoundCloud money. Yeah. What else are you going to do? Yeah. I mean. Watch Community again? No. Oof. Come on. <laughs> I don't watch that shit. <laughs> All right, kids. Uh, Brandon Chalmers, where, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at that guy Chalmers. Jamie Noguchi, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Jamie Noguchi, uh, on Spotify at Jamie Noguchi. You can find Brandon on Spotify as soon as we get our shit together. Uh, and then, uh, wherever you find this podcast. Oh, uh, Twitter, angry Zen master, but I would not jump in there right now. It's, it's like, yeah, weeb shit a rough time. and angry. Like I do a lot of weeb shit and I'm very angry. So just <laughs> don't do that shit. Yeah. Probably for the best. Yeah. All right, kids. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay inside. <laughs> yes. Stay inside. Unless you need to buy groceries or something. Yeah. Yeah. I emergently see essential stuff or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. find out your ass is out there protesting. I'm going to tell you right now. Ain't no, no TikTok turn, about it. Turn us off. Yeah. Stop listening. Um, I, one, turn us off and stop listening. Two, yeah. I'm going to find you and I'm going to punch you in the face. Yeah. That's some bullshit. Yep. 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 All right. Yep. Bye, kids. Bye. <laughs>